Hello and welcome back to a new episode of the Ask the Operator podcast. Today we want to talk about sustainability projects in sports betting. To do so, I'm here with Anna Yane, sustainability manager at Kinder Group, which owns sports betting brands like 32 Red and Unibet. Hi Anna, welcome to our podcast. Hi Sylvia, thank you so much for having me. Very happy to be part of this. Our pleasure. A few months ago, Kindred published its own 2019 sustainability report, where it emerges that sustainability principles and projects are a core part of the group's growth strategy and business model. But before deep diving into these, can you tell us why sports betting companies should invest in sustainability projects? Yeah, first of all, the only way to be a long-term business and be around in, in years to come is to build a sustainable business. We, we see that, uh, and I think all industries, most industries at least, see that customers increasingly demand responsibility and sustainability from the brands that they use and purchase from. We have also seen that it really matters to our employees. Uh, we, we simply won't be able to attract the best talent if we don't run a responsible and ethical business. Um, and, and overall, I would say that this is an increasing demand from, from all of our stakeholder groups, really, uh, that are putting more and more focus and importance on this area. So that's that, that's in, in short how I see it, at least, uh, with the, the top objective here being that if you want to be around for the long term, I truly believe that being a sustainable business is the only way to do so. Definitely. And what are the priority areas of the sustainability framework of Kindred? And how did you select these priorities? We, we set out to look at um, what sustainability means to Kindred. And, and to do that, we spoke to all the different groups of people that we are uh, somehow impacting. So we actually did what is, is called a materiality analysis where we involved uh, both, uh, of course, our employees, but also our uh, owners and shareholders, different partners we work with, uh, EBF, for example, suppliers, customer groups, so pretty much all groups that we see as impacting. We reached out to through interviews and surveys, and we had a very extensive process uh, and a conversation with these groups, basically asking where should Kindred Group focus our efforts to be a sustainable business? And the outcome of this was uh, 15 different topics uh, that uh, we have some sort of, of impact on and that also have an impact on our business and, and areas where it's important for us that we create positive value. We decided then to group these 15 topics into five priority areas. So we talk about our main uh, priorities being responsible gambling, maintaining integrity, running a compliant business, being kindred, which means uh, what kind of an employer are we? Uh, and the last one is around uh, contributing to our communities. And, and then, of course, we have a subset of, of topics within these five areas. So, for example, sportsbook integrity would fall under maintaining integrity together with cybersecurity. 
Right. So you actually mentioned dialogue with the key stakeholders. It's a pretty interesting starting point to to start selecting areas that then can link to the values of, of the group. Can you mm. describe how this uh, dialogue happened? And was it a, lo- a long process? Was it difficult to select these uh, key 15 topics and then coming uh, down to the five priorities uh, that you mm. just mentioned? So I think in total, the process was three to four months. We hired external help uh, from a company who have a lot of experience in in running um, analysis like this. It was the first exercise for us, so to say, was, of course, to identify who are the people we need to talk to, where do we have an impact, and which groups are important for us to involve in this work. Uh, And then the conversations had varied a lot. So, for example, our, our customers, that was mainly a survey that we sent out through a select group. And, and then for each of the different groups, we involved relevant uh, business owners from inside of Kindred Group to identify who are the key people we need to talk to. For example, when it comes to uh, shareholders and, and financial analysts, it was a lot of initial work, but it has mattered a lot for us uh, in the years after that this is a very... A grounded framework. Uh, it's not just something we decided to come up with because we thought it would be interesting to work with these areas. Um, but but it's very much founded in our business and our operations. And actually, I read on the 2019 sustainability report that Kindred wanted to identify the uh, UN Sustainable Development Goals, which were more relevant for the business. Why was it important for Kindred to to do so? It was really important for us to show um, as a business where we contribute uh, positively. Uh, so I think, um, and, and a lot of, of your listeners will, will recognize this from, from being in the industry, that it is a disputed industry. Uh, and, and we've had a lot of questions about uh, sustainability in, a, in an online gambling context. So it was really important for us to really show uh, that, that we take this area seriously and that we do see some very clear links to the, the UN SDGs. And, and um, there are some areas here where we create real value to uh, both to our communities, but also to uh, institutions and organizations we work with. So, so that was uh, the background for why we decided to do more, a little bit more extensive work on that this year. Yeah. So basically, the five priorities that you described, they are tidying with the priorities of the Sustainable Development Goals of the UN and mm. the related supporting SDGs as well. Yeah, so, so this year we decided to map to both to SDGs and, and, and we decided to split them in two. So we have what we call our priority SDGs, three of the Sustainable Development Goals, where we have real impact and quite high impact. And then we've identified some supporting SDGs where we can also see that, that we impact some of the um, some of the topics in these SDGs. And then we've continued after the publishing the report uh, to look at the, the, uh, the actual KPIs that are in the UN SDGs and identified 
where can we actually measure our impact here? So that's the next step for us to take it a bit further. Can you provide some concrete projects that comes out from the five priorities that, that you mentioned? Like, for example, regarding integrity, which is the area that we mainly deal with. What is the concrete impact that you have within your community? So it's a very broad range of projects and initiatives, I'd say. And, and we can maybe split them a little bit into... We have, of course, some global projects. Kindred Group is in, in many markets um, through, like you mentioned initially, through different brands as well. So some of our projects are uh, global and they cover all our brands and all our markets. And then we have some projects that are much more local, driven by uh, a local uh, team and, and sometimes even specifically for one brand. If we talk specifically about integrity, an example of a global project could be a, a program that we just launched now three weeks ago now, um, together with the European Football for Development Network, which is one of our main uh, sustainability partners. Um, we've built a learning program, which is around basically anti-match fixing. So the European Football for Development Network, they, they're a network of I think there are more than 70 football clubs now across Europe. So they have an amazing platform and access to football clubs. We sit on, on some knowledge when it comes to um, match fixing and how to to fight it. So we, we teamed up to share our knowledge and, and platforms to build this online program that is delivered out to all of their member clubs. So that's an example of, of something we do on a larger global scale. Um, local, it's a lot of different projects, but specifically on integrity, most of them actually tie into our sports sponsorships. So we have, for example, uh, one of our biggest sponsorships is the uh, Swedish football, uh, where we've invested heavily in making sure integrity is a key part of that sponsorship. That's a very good example of a local project. Right. Special local projects. Are these projects run in those countries where you operate or do you also select countries where you don't operate yet, but you can see that your project there can have a real impact within the community of that country? So we've decided for now that we operate in the markets where we are. So the communities that we are in, that's where we focus our efforts, mainly because that's where we have our employees as well, for the, for the most of them at least. So that's where we feel like we can actually have a real proper and local impact in the work we're doing. So, Since you mentioned the impact that you're having within the, the community where you're operating, which is, in your opinion, the most successful project that you have been implementing so far? And why do you consider this as a success? I think in recent years, one of the most important things that, that we've done is to really look at how we use our sports sponsorships and how we can drive value to our local communities through the sponsorships. So we have some really good examples here. Also, for example, from the UK, where, where our brand 32 Red are sponsoring Derby County a Football Club and the we have sponsored a project with them that is called Team Talk, which is very much focused on men's mental health. So that's an area where 
I feel we've had real impact on the community. It's a very successful pro program that has really added value to a lot of uh, people's lives. One of the bigger initiatives we've taken for five or six years now is to host an annual sustainable gambling conference uh, with the aim of bringing the industry together with um, no competition in mind. So, so both operators, but also regulators, uh, different associations, researchers, basically anyone who has a stake in, in the industry, bring them together for a day and, and just discuss what are the key topics, what are the key challenges we're facing and how do we solve these together uh, towards a more sustainable industry. That's a, a really popular conference that, that we're very happy to continue to host uh, on an annual basis. How long are you, have you been organizing this conference for? So five or six years, and, and we'll do it again this year, despite some uh, COVID-19 uh, challenges, of course. So this year we will have it online for the first time, which will be uh, an experience as well. That sounds challenging indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you will do great. Do you already have some preliminary dates you could share in advance with our audience? Yeah, we actually have the date uh, set now. It will be in October, 21st of October. We will start uh, sending out some save-the-dates and we will, of course, also uh, do a little bit of communication on our channels. So watch out for, for more information, but it should be really in their interesting agenda this year and uh, it'll be fun to see how we manage to collaborate. Okay, right, so 20, 21st of October in the digital space. Pin down mm -hmm. on the uh, agenda then. Good. <laughs> How many uh, people did they show up in the, the last conference? And what were the key takeaways from last year? So last year, we hosted the conference in Copenhagen. Uh, we had around 200 uh, people attend on the day. And then we also stream it um, online. So, so a lot of people watch it from afar as well. Sounds and, like a success. Yeah, it was a big success. And it was very interesting last year because we actually decided to broaden out our topic a little bit and, and talk uh, more about how can we as an industry be relevant in our societies. Try to talk about what, what are the real areas where we uh, have impact and where we add value and, and how can we actually be even better at that. Because, uh, the, the gambling industry has probably traditionally not been great at communicating about our operating models and, and How we, how we add value. So that was a really interesting day where we had a couple of uh, football clubs come and present some things around sponsorships. Uh, we had a really good discussion with a competitor on stage as well around public perception. So a discussion around why is that and then what we as an industry need to do to prove that, uh, that we're a value-adding industry. So it was a very interesting day. Great. And looking overall at all your sustainability projects, how much do you invest in, in them? Uh, so it's really hard for me to put a number on uh, how much we invest specifically in sustainability projects, just because uh, most of our work on sustainability is really an integrated part of our business. So I mentioned already our sports sponsorships is one of the vehicles for sustainability projects. Um, and that, that's, of course, a very integrated part of our commercial uh, side of the business. But we have 
a lot of people working on uh, sustainability-related topics. So we have more than 120 people working on uh, our player sustainability. So responsible gambling, anti-money laundering, keeping fraud out of our platform and so on, and making sure that we're a compliant business, that we live up to requirements. So, yeah, as I said, it, it's hard to quantify in a number, but what we're aiming at is that, that sustainability is a, it's an in- integrated part of our business. It's not a standalone function on the side, so to say. Great. So, as you said, this is what you're aiming for. So, looking at the future, how do you see the sustainability framework developing further? So uh, first of all, one of the, the things that we're looking at in the very near future is to actually revisit our materiality analysis and make sure that we're still focusing on the right things, uh, focusing on the things that our stakeholders expect us to focus on. Uh, as you know very well, our industry is rapidly changing and, and we want to make sure that we're still relevant and that we're still focusing on the important matters. Other than that, I think if we look a couple of years out in the future, I expect that it will only develop as it has been the last couple of years. We've seen that this is an area that's increasing in importance. Uh, It has increased attention. I'm really proud that we have uh, managed to integrate a lot of our work into our business model. So, So it really is part of how we run our business. But of course, we have areas where we can do even better. We continue to look for areas where we can be better. Uh, One thing we've just done this year is to actually implement that all our employees who are on a bonus have one of their bonus measures around sustainability so that, that we keep integrating it further and further into everyday work life in the business. And then actually an area which will also be a topic for the conference in October, but an area where I think that we will see increased focus is around technology for good. What is coming in the near years that can help us achieve a more sustainable industry? What do we need to do around ethical AI, for example? So I think there are a lot of areas coming from technical development that can actually help us as a group, but but the industry as a whole in driving a more sustainable business. This is really inspiring to hear that a group like Kindred wants to put sustainability at the core of their business more and more. I hope this will also inspire many more businesses beyond sports betting as well. Indeed, the future needs to be more sustainable. For sure. uh, Can't be any doubt about that anymore, I think. Well, I want to thank you very much, Anna, for this inspiring conversation. A lot of food for thoughts here for our colleagues in the uh, sports gambling industry. We will have another episode dedicated more specifically on one of the concrete cases of Kindred that are part of their sustainability framework. I'm not going to disclose more information on this. It will be for you guys to stay tuned. Anna, is there any website or documents that you would like to share with our audience so that they can take further inspiration on, on sustainability actions? I think for a lot more information about our sustainability framework, uh, kindredgroup.com is a very good place to start. Uh, that's also where we publish our sustainability report. We also have a website dedicated to the conference, uh, which is sustainablegambling.com. So that's a good place to, 
to keep an eye out for uh, news and updates about registering for the conference in October. Perfect. Sounds great. So looking forward to seeing you again in the virtual space in October. Looking forward. Thank you for having me today. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. Bye. Bye. -bye.